0: friends I'm sitting out on my porch this morning and I'm thinking about you and I guess I've had this thought and I've been kind of thinking about ways to spend our time together ways I can honor your time and ways that I can give to you in these moments that we have I want to make sure that you get something out of each time and that I help you really become the people each of you are called to be. That's my greatest desire. And so I've been thinking about it and you know, I get, I seem to get asked more and more these days about my life. I get lots of messages and emails, I get stopped different places like the grocery store or after a service. And people will ask me often, how do you do what you do? It's probably my number one question. You have four kids. They are, you know, eight years and under. You run ministries. You seem to be happily married. You seem to be mostly (laughs) healthy. Um, And how do you do all of this? I mean, I want to know your secret. And I guess I would say my greatest secret to doing all of it is that I don't. My greatest secret to doing marriage and life and kids and ministry and health is that I don't do all of it. In fact, I have a really strong yes and I have a really strong no, and that changes and grows with the season. But I do have some core values that I live by that I think will help you wherever you are. And you may have to change this to, you know, your life. You may not have four boys. You may have well-behaved, God-fearing children. And I do not at this point have perfect four, four children that are perfectly behaved. But, you know, your marriage might be, you know, seamless and, and have no discussions that are ever heated or... Um, you know, something that you may have to come to and realize that we could be right, but then that would mean you are wrong. (laughs) So you may not come to those places as well in your life, or you may, you know, not have struggles with income or health or whatever. But in my life, I've found that pain has made me change, that things that I've hit roadblocks mentally, physically, emotionally, and relationally have really caused me to have to change things that I've had to learn to say yes and no to. So my simple answer is that I really don't do it all. Um, But what I do know is that I have a few core values that have helped me. And I'm gonna give you a couple today and a couple this week that we can just explore together. So the first thing that I do in my life that has helped me tremendously, and that is I don't have an open door policy. And what does that actually mean? Well, it means that I don't have an do- open door where anyone who knocks on my door can come in at any point of any time of the day and I will give them all of my attention. That is not going to happen. You say, well, that doesn't sound like laying your life down for someone that you love. Well, I am laying my life down for people that I love, the children that God gave me and the husband that I chose to give my life to to, and to leave my life with. So those are my first priority. Um, I wish I had made this up, but somebody had said this to me uh, when Jesus said, go into all the earth, he meant go into your living room. And for me, I've had to have a very strong connection With the reality that my kids only have me as their mom and my husband only has me as his wife. And my attention and affection and commitment to them is very valuable. No one can take that place. And it's very important that I'm available. You know, how do you spell love to a child? Someone once said, T-I-M-E, time. Now, I know I'm a working mother. I work very hard, as most of you do. I'm very busy and so I have to carve out time. And the way that I carve out time is that I am able to close my door at different times of my day so that there is a sacred, private, and quiet time for my family. I also need time where my kids can ask me questions and I'm not filtering or I'm not hoping that they don't interrupt me all the time because I'm talking to somebody else. I don't want them to always be shushed or ignored or that they get the second best, but that they that they get all of me. And so I have to really focus on that. So there are times when I do open my door and I love to have people over and it's one of my Favorite things to do. I don't get to do it all the time, but I love to have people over. I'm an Italian. I grew up in large Italian gatherings. Uh, when I lived around my family, we had I had my family over. We would do things two or three times a week. And I had one of my family members pop in every once in a while, almost throughout the day. But when it came to other people, I was a little more clear that, that was. Uh, not what I was going to be doing for the sake of my family. And as my family has grown, the boys are more aware of what's happening and my husband's more aware. And I have two specific people in my life where their love language is time, which means that they need me to look at them in their eyes, listen to them without interruption, and really just sit with them without feeling rushed at, at that moment. So I've had to... Really learn to love them well by learning that that spells love for them. So, open door policy has been a really unique thing for me. It's been hard for me. At times, I felt like that doesn't feel very loving to not let people pop in or to, um, or not to open the door or to say, hey, yeah, anytime come on over. That hasn't felt very loving. But Ultimately, there'll be a season when I probably will be able to do that. I know I'm in a very short period of time and that's what's worked for me. Now we're going to transition to our radical growth day number four. Let's tune in and I'll catch you on the other side. Hi, I'm Havilah Kennington, and this is our Radical Growth Online Devotional. I'm really glad that you're joining me, and if you're just jumping in right now, welcome. We welcome you with us. Um, there is no right or wrong way to do this. Just simply enjoy and hopefully share this with your friends. You can post this video on your social networking, your you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, even your Twitter, and share it, and people can jo- join in, and I'm not... I won't be surprised if we have lots of other people jump in during the study. Uh, We are going through my new book, Radical Growth, a guidebook to a vibrant life. And um, I hope that you have it. If you have your book, you can pull that out and join with us, but you don't need it. You can have a journal, bring your Bible and your coffee. And, you know, we only usually talk about the Bible, maybe one, one scripture, but... What I want you to do is open it up and get it open so when you are studying, it's already out, you've already read, and it will cause you to want to take some more time to read your Bible today. Um, Today is all about your soul, and we've been doing this whole, you know, study of baseline, understanding the basics, getting them right, so we talked about how you were created and that you are loved by God and you're a lover, therefore you're successful. We talked about your spirit and, and and understanding you know, that your spirit is alive and then understanding how your spirit contains God. Then we talked about yesterday the Holy Spirit and His power and activity in our lives. And today is all about your soul. I want to define that. And this is something that um, I've spent a lot of time looking and, and studying and there's definitely conflicting a little bit in this, meaning there's different ideas out there. But having lived this out full-heartedly, this is the best way that I can, through Scripture, define this. But the Bible says... I'm sorry, first of all, turn in your Bibles to Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. C.S. Lewis says, you don't have a soul, you are, you are a soul, you have a body. And I think that's really key. Like, you're a living soul. And Genesis, it says that we are living souls and we were created with a soul. Um, and that we are made up of a mind, will, and emotion. So, the three parts to you are that you have a mind. Hopefully, you have thoughts. Your mind holds your thoughts. Your will holds your desires and your determination. And your emotions hold your feelings. And all that combined is unique. And it creates a personality. And it creates the uniqueness of who God's called you to be. Um, But your soul requires growth as well. And it requires fruit as well. And here's what I want to look at. Romans chapter 6, verse 7 says this. For when we died with Christ... We were set free from the power of sin. You are sure we we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead, and He will never die again. When He died, He died once to the power to break the power of sin. So you also should consider yourself dead to the power of sin. So what we've learned is that um, sin is no longer. Uh, we're not bound by it. We're not ruled by it. It's not dominating our lives. Do we have things that we deal with? Yeah, and we'll talk about that. But you want God now. If the Spirit of God is living within you, the Bible says you've been given a new heart. You are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Old habits, old addictions, old mindsets, they've all been passed away. You have a new way of thinking, a new hope, a newfound joy, a newfound freedom. But we've got, we've got to live it out. And the hard part is the Spirit isn't where it breaks down. It's usually in the soul is where it breaks down when it comes to rejuvenation and living out this life. Your mind, will, and emotions um, need to be transformed. And what I mean by that is you have a new mind, you have a new will to, to, to live and to live for God. You have new emotions, but you have old patterns and habits. And the enemy also likes to attack those areas. And so it requires transformation. It requires an activity of participating in humbly Um, walking with the Lord the Holy Spirit to renew those areas in our lives Uh, the Bible says um, in Romans uh, chapter 12 this is the message version it says fix your attention on God you'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it I believe delayed obedience is not obedience what I mean by that is if I ask my kids to do something and they do it a day later it's called what disobedience So in order to transform and renew and walk this out, we've got to be quick to obey, quick to respond, quick to listen, and jump in and do it. We say three things in our house. I want you to obey right away, all the way, and with a happy heart. Now, I say that to my kids on a regular basis, but I feel like the Holy Spirit also says that to me. I want you to obey right away, all the way, and with a happy heart, not out of compulsion, but a desire to know that I trust Him, and I love Him, and I want to do what's right. And I've seen the fruit in my life, because I've done what's right. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, you can read about that. But in the message it says, We use our powerful God um, God tools for fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the, scr- into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Remember, Romans chapter 12 talks about uh, that we need to, our minds to be renewed in, uh, by the transforming of the mind. Uh, but the way why we transform it, if you look at that, I think it's Rom- Romans chapter 12, Um, We learn that the only way we know the will of God, or I would say even walk in the will of God, is with a renewed mind, because your old way of thought doesn't want to lead you to truth. Your mind, I like to say, has a mind of its own. Uh, Again, in the message verse, and your tool are ready at hand for for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience and immaturity. Obedient people are mature people. Adults that do the right thing on a daily basis are mature adults. If you don't do what's right all the time, meaning that if you're not doing what's helpful and healthy for you, then you're immature, you're childlike, and it's time to grow up. Yep, I said it. It's time to grow up. So your soul needs to be renewed. So here's our morning meditation. I love what Benny Johnson says she says a toxic thoughts in our mind will poison your spirit and your soul and I believe that we've got to take every thought captive the Bible says and put it under the authority of of Jesus Christ you can't put under authority if you don't know what God's saying it just you're just trying to think good thoughts that's not enough you need to know what the word says so you can get your thought under that word or the Bible says fix your thoughts which simply means get your thought and throw it on the word of God and fix it there until it submits to what God is saying over your life. Meditate on Philippians 4.8 and think about it today. Your daytime dare is simple. Yesterday we learned about being empowered by the Holy Spirit and today I specifically want you to ask him to help you in your emotions, to ask him to control your emotions, help you to, to realize that you you could be angry but you can also choose a bunch of other feelings and emotions. It doesn't mean that it's bad to have an emotion come up but be aware of it and then choose how you act it out by allowing yourself to choose another emotion and begin to live that out. Lastly, reflect on how you did today. Did you, did you do well? Did he, did he help you lead your emotions or were you kind of out of control? Or did you find yourself doing things you didn't want to do? Well, journal about it. You know, even if you stop yourself one out of the ten times, that means you're growing. So take a deep breath. You're going to get there. But some of us have stronger wills than others. Some of us have more out of control emotions than others. Some of us have um, our minds are a kind of continual battleground. So go to work, let the Holy Spirit help you, and submit to Him. Again, this is where we grow fruitful lives and we have radical growth in our lives. So I bless you and I'll see you tomorrow. Well, that's radical growth for today. Thank you for listening. And if you wanna find me in other places, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the new Periscope. You can also check out HavilahCunnington.com for all other updates. Have a great day. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.